Welcome to The Dental Brief, the world's direct, right-to-the-point podcast produced to get you the information you need to learn and grow your practice. To learn more about our guests and find links to information discussed on our show, visit our website, dentalbrief.com. On to today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief. I'm very excited to have our guest, uh, Mark uh, Sobel. Mark, say hello to everyone. Patrick, I'm really glad to be here with you, and hi, everyone. Yeah, so uh, glad to have you here. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the books that you've um, written um, and talk about how they can benefit practice owners, practice leaders, management, dentists, um, and really anyone out there. So we'll talk about that a little bit. But first, I want want you to give me uh, the two-minute background, the elevator pitch on on, on your background, how you got on the – how did you get into dentistry? How did you end up here? Uh, actually kind of an interesting, my dad was a physician, so I kind of grew up around the, you know, how a practice runs and saw a fair amount of stress with him. I mean, he was an old time doctor. He worked seven days a week. He was on call and that sort of thing. And it kind of rubbed off on me. I think it sort of lit a light bulb. And I thought, you know, I don't think it should be that hard. Um, after college, I ended up going into the nonprofit sector and I was an executive for many years, I got to know some dentists, and one of them had a, a large practice in Silicon Valley. And, um, you know, he brought me on as his uh, uh, kind of like CEO running the practice. It was a big practice. Uh, he had a number of associates. Uh, every All the specialists were in there, and it was really an interesting way to learn the dental field inside now, which I did, and I did everything but pick up a handpiece myself, obviously. Um, after after doing that, I mean, that was quite a, an apprenticeship. I felt like I really had an insight into what, what it takes to run a, an enormous practice, but also the same problems that Dentist space, you know, if it's a single doctor, there's, you know, treatment acceptance, there's getting your team on board, there's, there's uh, planning, there's, you know, the executive hat, that sort of thing. So that's when I opened up my first consulting company. So you, you wrote a book called Create, right? Tools for Seriously Talented People to Unleash uh, Your Creative Life. Tell me, how does this book, I mean, this isn't a book title that I think most dentists would go, oh, hey, this is going to help me in my my practice. Um, Tell me how it does. Well, you know, Patrick, having grown my consulting company to a point where I I could basically turn over most of my hats and sort of, quote, retire, I did for a few minutes, I pursued my creative activities that I had already been very interested in, photography and then creativity. And this book was an outgrowth of a lot of uh, interviews I had done with some really talented people, doctors, um, creatives in all different fields. When you're running a practice, when you're running a business, it is a form of creativity. When you're an entrepreneur, you follow a creative process. And that creative process is basically, I define it in the book, but it's, it's got five steps to it. The first one is you have to have a vision. And we all know as leaders and executives that it all comes from the visionary. Who's putting life into this thing? You know, who dreamed up the idea in the first place? Well, that should be the owner. And it 
often is, but sometimes that light has flickered out a little bit. Sure. And when it does flicker out, and that's, you asked me to identify the biggest problem that I've encountered. It's when that light starts to dim down and things go on automatic instead of being, you know, the kind of joy that it was maybe at the beginning. So you first visualize, then you, then you use your tools to put your business there, your practice there. And I don't mean just the tools of dentistry, but also the tools of management and sure. being an executive. And then once you do that, you have to work it. You have to work it every day. And to the degree that you don't put life into it, and this is where I see things falling down, is, you know, it starts to go on sort of an auto drive. Now, I drive a Tesla. It has a pretty cool auto drive. But, boy, you still have to keep your hands on the wheel. Sure. Not just legally, but every now and then it throws some curveballs at you. And, And a practice is no different. You cannot run it on autopilot. You have to you have to keep those things that keep the practice interesting and exciting, not just for the team, but for the patients. So that's working it. And then you you run into areas that you have to refine and change and improve upon. We call that editing. And then finally, you get it out to the world. And that could be your internal and external marketing. People have to know that you're there and why you're different. That's what branding is all about. What, what's different about you and why should I pay attention to you with all the other doctors out there? Sure. So those five steps all fit together and they're an outgrowth of, you know, it's interesting because I consulted so many different businesses that I pulled from each one of them, each different practice and, and even different types of business. And I found the common denominators and that's what I put in the book. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. So let's talk a little bit about that light dwindling a little yeah. bit more. Let's kind of let's let's touch on that a little bit. What are some telltale signs that 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 fire is not there anymore? Well, you start seeing it in things that drop out. You know, like I, for instance, I you know talked to a doctor recently. You know, I used to have daily huddles. I used to have quarterly meetings where we all go away somewhere and everybody spent time and we put our vision back together. And, you know, it's the, when I started hearing, I used to, that's a telltale sign right there. Now he knew, he knew better. He knew that these things all contributed to his success and he knew that not doing them was not a good sign, but you know, they just drifted out little by little. And the, and the, the 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 sort of intangible things that those bring with it, maybe, a, you know, a week or two or three, it's a little bit like oral hygiene, you know, it's maybe it's not one or two days of missing your oral hygiene, but it's, it obviously does catch up with you and you get those pockets, right? It's sort of like the same thing. If you don't keep those tools in place that keep the team engaged and keep the fire burning and keep the reason why we're here and do things that elevate it. When those start disappearing, that's a pretty big warning sign right there. So let's talk about, as you know, we do on the show, let's talk about actionable steps that uh, someone can take today. Right. So whether it's an issue with the vision or if it's an issue with yeah. That uh, candle flickering or that light bulb dimming or whatever, whatever you want to call it, um, yeah. right? just not caring or, or maybe caring too much. Right. That can kind of happen too. someone get a little too far up when they're when they're burned out. So um, yeah. let's talk about some actionable steps. Give my give the audience um, 
some things that they can do today to, to make a significant change in their lives? The, the most important one is going to, you're going to think it's so, so simple that it, you know, most people will go, yeah, well, I, I, I know, but uh, and I have a whole chapter on it and believe it or not, it's one of the most therapeutic things that you can do, especially to handle burnout and exhaustion. And that's to get out every day and take a walk, no matter what. Now, here's the deal, Patrick. So I researched this really heavily. I, I take walks every day, but I knew, I knew there, were, there were reasons for it, but I didn't know how deep it went. And one of the things that came out of that is a 2014 study that was done at Stanford University near where I am. They, uh, they took two groups in terms of creativity. They were testing them, and they found that the, the ones they just kind of left to continue to work as opposed to the ones where they said, go out and take a walk until you feel refreshed, they tested them, and they found a 60% increase in their creativity. Wow. Proof. And, you know, the thing about it's such a simple tool that anybody can do it. There's no cost involved. You just have to drag your ass out. Sometimes, you know, yeah. you're tired, right? Yeah. Just showing up's the but, hardest part, right? Anything like that. Once you're there, yeah. it's easy. Once you're there and you do it, you know, it refreshes. Basically, it's a refresh. It's kind of a reboot. And you're going to get new ideas. I swear there's times I leave, and I'm sure, Mariah, you have this happen. I'm thinking about something, you know, there's the wheels or the gears are spinning, not in a good way, right? Sure. And then while I'm walking, my attention goes off of it. And all of a sudden I think, oh, I could do that. It's a completely different way of solving the problem. So that's a simple every day. You can use it. And not just for you, but for your team as well. Yep. Tell them to go take a walk after work. Or what, else, lunch. what else can we do to increase our creativity? Well, my favorite thing is to increase your, your ability to visualize. Because everything comes from your vision. And there are ways to strengthen your what I call visualization muscles. Because we all know, wow, it is important, the vision of the owner, the CEO, that's really important. Oh, by the way, on the walking thing, sure. there's so many incredible creatives that use that. You probably heard the story about Steve Jobs. He would have meetings, not in a boardroom, but he'd take whoever it was out on a long walk, many miles, and it was completely refreshing in, in terms of a change of how you even approach big problems. So that's one thing. But going back to the vision point, which ties in with Steve Jobs, how do you, how do you get that vision renewed? And how do you find things that will spark your creativity? That's really important. And the best way to do that is to, is to look at other things that inspire you creatively. Now, they can be directly, they can be a you know direct influence like listening to your podcast should do that, right? And it does do that. Looking at other practice owners and how they've solved problems, maybe you get their vision. But looking at business in general, like what are some of those visionaries that you admire and why do you admire them? And use another tool along with it. I highly recommend, in addition to a daily walks, daily journaling. Daily journaling is so important. Well, here's the deal. It's such a simple action, but what it does is it helps you focus on the areas that you are you had some kind of breakthrough on, like maybe you're out on a walk, you have a kind of a mental flash. 
you write that down. When you don't write these things down, and that's in my book, they tend to just fly away. Yeah. And you forget about them. That, that I think personal experience too, Mark, I'll say that if, if you don't write things down, they clutter your brain. And for me anyways, yeah. right? If they're not written down, they'll just kind of stand there. I only have so much storage space in this head of mine. The hard and drive, yeah. If I get it out, get it on an external hard drive, like a piece of paper, it leaves room for you know, to think more, honestly, um, to think. It does. Yeah, for sure. Give us, it gives you a comparison too. You, you can flip back a year ago. What was I thinking about back then? And you go, Oh, that's not a problem anymore. So you've got a benchmark, which is really helpful as well. Give us one uh, more Mark, but first let me just tell our audience real quickly, your book, and we'll post it a a link on the podcast um, website, the dentalbrief.com. And we'll post it on social media when the, when the episode comes out, you've agreed to give our audience a free chapter of the book, right? So they, yeah, decide if this is a good book for them, you know, right. Try it before you buy it. That's wonderful. We appreciate that very much. Um, and I know that book is going to dive deep into this from our conversation, but give us, give us one more. We're kind of, we're getting toward the end of our time here. Uh, one more thing they can do. Yeah. Okay. So this is in terms of team building. Uh, it's, it's very important. I don't want you to think in terms of my practice management that I'm just focused on these points because there's a lot of nuts and bolts that we have to put in place. Obviously, one of the things about building a team is making sure everybody is on the same page. Uh, that's why accurate job descriptions, office policy that people are actually trained and using And that's where training fits in. I'm a huge believer, not just in reading stuff, but training. Training is the key to everything. You know, if you're you're looking at a creative skill, whether it's being an entrepreneur, being a doctor. And the beautiful thing about dentistry is it is the convergence of art and science. Let's face it. You know, the doctor who is explaining whether it's old school and making drawings, which I still think are really engaging. You know, we have fancy, you know, digital tools that we can use, but there's nothing like just sitting there and showing graphically what, what's going to happen to the patient. Obviously showing them examples of cosmetic treatment really helps, but getting that vision across from the, from the owner on down and the each team member knowing exactly what they need to do is so important because that's how teamwork carries out the vision. Makes sense to me. Mark, yeah. again, I'm going to real quickly, I want to encourage our audience to check out the book, download the, the the chapter. You can find it on the website and on our social media channels like Facebook. Mark, thank you so much for coming on. Um, My pleasure, Patrick. We appreciate Thanks it. We'd love to have you back. You bet. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Did you know you can weigh in on today's topic on Facebook? Search The Dental Brief on Facebook or visit our website, dentalbrief.com, and just follow the link. We look forward to having you join us again on another episode of The Dental Brief.